Blog Talk Radio. Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. That is right, FXE Live, the jester, Brian Reznor. How's everyone doing tonight? It is a great Monday night as everybody's getting ready for, to go watch Raw and everything going on there. We've got a fun one planned for you. Hope everybody's doing as well as right now. It's absolutely gorgeous here in Lake County, Florida. Hope it's just as nice wherever you are. Get your drink, sit down, relax. We've got one for you tonight. You know, speaking of drink, here's one for you. For those of you who know me, there's no fruit juicy red in the house tonight. How did this happen? I'm dealing with another fruit punch by another company. I can't. Let's just say I'm not in a bad mood, but things are just, a, I, I feel off. Not in a bad mood, but I could get in one. Trying to be in a good mood. I'm trying to let it not affect me, and it really shouldn't, but it does. One of those dumb things, but um, I guess I'm one of those dumb things, too. Anyway, let's get into this. Hot dog, no handshake. There you go. Jester is co-host Brian Reznor. Read along on the screen with me if you're watching along on Blog Talk Radio tonight. Jester is co-host Brian Reznor bringing you the latest news and notes on the WWE, AEW, FXE, and more. Today's episode includes a visit from the chocolate stud himself, Garrison Spears. Also, SummerSlam predictions, insider information, fantastic interviews with the stars of Wrestling Today and Yesterday. Tune in once. You will always listen. We've got that power over you. You will listen again. Anyway, folks, listen, I want to go ahead. I got to get this started. We've got some great stuff. I'm going to start off with SummerSlam predictions. But before we do, you know, we've got to get him in here. Not a first show, you know. We, we were, everybody was wondering, how's the new co-host going to be? Not a bad first show. Let's put our hands together. That's right. Let's throw our hands together for the one, the only, Brian Reznor. Brian, how are you tonight, my man? Well, I got a question for you. Did you just cut a five-minute promo about Fruit Punch? I could make it longer, or did you want uh, well, a different I mean, food? That's okay. Wait. I, I didn't know you felt so strongly about Fruit Punch. 
Those who know me know fruit. It's not just fruit punch, sir. It's not. Let's clear that up. See already. Early error in the show. Okay. Let's see where this goes. It is not just any fruit punch. It is fruit, juicy, red Hawaiian punch, sir. The classic. The classic. Oh, so we're we're Hawaiian punch. I, see, I thought you were talking about a brand I hadn't heard of before, but you, but you're talking about the classic Hawaiian punch. You got to, uh, and everybody who's followed the jester along the way, okay, knows that literally every podcast, every live, I have a huge glass of the uh, liquid sugar <laughs> right next to me at all <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, get that go go juice going. You know, other guys are sitting there doing podcasts trying to be cool. Yeah, I'm having a beer. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm having Jack and Coke. Yeah, me, I'm having Fruit Juicy Red, gang. (laughs) And I'm over here chugging water. Nice. Stay hydrated. Listen, let's get right into it. Let's take a look at the SummerSlam, okay? And I'm going to go down. We'll alternate who starts, uh, and I'm going to call it out. So let's go with, right off the bat, WWE Championship. McIntyre versus Randy Orton. What do you have to say about this matchup? I think it's going to be a great match. I think that it's basically put in place just to really legitimize Drew McIntyre as a champion. I think that that's what uh, all the feuds that we've seen, like Dolph Ziggler, that entire feud, and, and this feud with Randy Orton is just to concrete him in as like, this is the guy he is capable of beating Brock Lesnar, Dolph Ziggler, and now even Randy Orton. So I'd say that's where we're headed is a victory from Drew. I do believe Randy will touch that gold again, just not right now. Hmm. Interesting prediction. All right. So let me put you down because we'll be uh, revisiting this one next week, everyone. Let's put down Brian for Drew. And we're going to disagree on this one right off the bat. I'm going to go with Randy. Uh, and uh, I, I say he does something. Uh, he pulls something. Uh, I, I just have a funny feeling that they're going to start building him up because they really, I, I think it's going to be a little, they, they're trying to go with a little bit of the old school guys, uh, as always, get them mixed back in every once in a while uh, to help, uh, you know, if they build this battle back and forth. Uh, I don't know. I'm just feeling I, – I got Randy. I don't know. Call me crazy. That won't be the first well, time. So we disagree on that one. Move on to the next match, I, I yeah. got to say that the reason why I'm not with you, because I want to be with you because I'm really liking – I mean, la- last week I told you, I really like what Randy Orton's doing. But the right. fact that he attacked Ric Flair and mm-hmm. – okay, so he t- attacks Ric Flair, that tells me that we are setting up Triple H versus Randy Orton. And if we're setting up Triple H versus Randy Orton, we need Randy as far away from the title as possible when that happens. So I would say you're going to see, maybe even see Triple H be the reason why Randy Orton doesn't beat Drew. Ooh. Okay. All right. I like, I can, no, all right. Now, if you go down that road, that, that, that's a little well, bit, that's I, I can see that. I can that's see the that. road we're going down. You, you don't, you don't beat up Ric Flair without coming face to face with Triple H. Hmm. All right. We'll see. This uh, that's great stuff. And this is everybody. This is for those of you who might not be aware. Why do we have Brian Reznor on the show? He is. I, I'm sorry, uh, and not because he's 
he, he's on the microphone with me. All right. We, we were very happy and blessed to be able to get somebody with this kind of wrestling knowledge from all the, all the promotions. We'll be talking to AEW in a little while. You know, let me. All right. So let me go. It's my turn. And then you pick on what I have to say. All right. Because okay. I, I think this is where we're going. And, and that's fine. Because like I said, I respect your knowledge that there'll be times I'm going to argue with you, but there's, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. Now, Strowman versus The Fiend for the Universal Championship, okay? And now, uh, I, I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. I have to go with The Fiend on this. Uh, they have really... What's the best way? Send the kids out of the room for a minute, everybody. Give you one. Uh, count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, kids are gone. They have pussified Braun Strowman. I mean, this guy has gone from flipping cars, you know, flipping stuff and all this, to and completely invincible to, um, I don't know. I want to see him dress in a Barney outfit instead at this point. I, I, your thoughts? <laughs> okay. First of all, the stuff that they were doing with him, flipping cars and, and tearing down sets and flipping over ambulances and all that stuff was stupid. And all they did was handicap Braun from the very beginning by making him do – I mean, if if he could really do that stuff, then whoever his opponent would be, he would just fling them into the sun and win every match. So they painted themselves in a corner to begin with with Braun. But as far as I'm concerned with SummerSlam, the only way SummerSlam ends, the only way it should end is by Alexa and Braun going with The Fiend. The Fiend as the Universal Champion, Braun right beside him as his backup, and Alexa embodying the spirit of Sister Abigail wow. who possesses her. And that is how SummerSlam should end. So, yes, I'm with you. The Fiend should win, but he can't just win. It can't just be a victory because then you're pissing on everybody. Everybody involved gets pissed on if, just, if there's just a victory. It needs, to be, it needs to be something supernatural. We need to see possession. We need to see the possession of Braun and Alexa as the new Wyatt family. Hmm. Hmm. Where I'm at, I, I just wow. All right, I, 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 but again, I, I, it goes to the whole. Might as well have Strowman in a Barney suit following him out. Well, I mean, Braun's still a monster of a man, regardless of how you feel about him, or regardless of how badly they've written for him. He is still a very intimidating human being, especially if he oh. was possessed. Oh, yeah, you know, really, yes, you know, intimidating, actually, uh, you know, good guy and all that, forget, you know, the the stage and all that, I'm talking about, in the ring, though, all right, and they did that, they tried that, you know, like you said, they made him that creature, invincible, flipping stuff and all that, and they even, you know, they brought in guys, like, uh, uh, he's a Florida local. He didn't run under D3, but it, uh, I forget what name they used when they threw him in the ring against them. And Strowman literally threw him from one corner to the other, okay? You know, yeah. just as a jobber kind of thing. But, uh, I, 
they were trying that, but they couldn't keep doing that because they couldn't just keep running jobbers out there against him while he's flipping stuff and not have the roster get in there. And then when he can't throw them, like you mentioned, he can't throw them like he throws an ambulance. He can't throw them like he throws a, 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 a jobber. It, it kind of all falls apart. Makes you wonder, where was the vision uh, uh, well, that the, the vision for right now was definitely not Braun being even, even the champion. That, you know, that was all just a, a fluke out of nowhere. They were like, oh, we got to put Braun in this match with Goldberg because we don't have Roman. Yeah, otherwise, Roman would be your champion, and who the hell knows what Braun would be doing? So you agree with me on the uh, on uh, Fiend? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Kind of figured. Um, Apollo Crews and MVP for the United States Championship. That's you. I'm going to go with Apollo Crews to finally end this uh, this thing between him and MVP. I don't even I don't even understand why MVP is competing when he's trying to do the manager role anyway. You shouldn't do the two things at once. And I mean, the only person who could successfully do that was Bobby the Brain Heenan, and he didn't successfully do it. It was just entertaining. So I just I feel like he should put his all into management, and we should not be seeing MVP in the ring. So for the hopes of everything that's best for business, I hope that Apollo Cruz finishes this and maybe starts a program with Bobby Lashley at this point. All right, so we agree there. We both have Cruz. Not bad. All right, moving along. That, that kind of helps. We we were starting to lag behind. We're good. But I've got this one. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, just a minute ago, folks, um, I had asked for the the kids to leave the room and and they can come back. Uh, I'm not chasing them this time. This time, uh, if Mrs. Jester could leave the room uh, just for a minute or two. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. I will give her a couple seconds wherever she is to leave the room. And, uh, okay, so back to Sasha Banks Asuka for the World Women's Championship. I am taking Sasha Banks anywhere, any way I can. <laughs> well, there's my prediction. I, I believe this is a little bit more complicated than just asking me who's going to win between Sasha Banks and Asuka. In my opinion, and, and I mean, I'm going to give you what I think should happen and what I think will happen. Um, they, they happen to be the same thing because I believe they're going to do this right, I hope. But at okay. this point, when you've got Bailey and Sasha both defending against Asuka, Asuka I yeah. personally want to see Asuka, the Kabuki warrior, run through both of them and win both titles at SummerSlam. I think that is the way that you make up to Asuka for making her job out to Charlotte Flair when she should still be undefeated. And how you make up to her for me mispronouncing her name. Gotcha. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I always do that, too. I always, I've been doing that since she first, since she was down in NXT, I was doing that. I just can't get it out of my head. It's like a bugaboo. Um, but pretty much like I can't get Sasha Banks out of my head either, though. So, um, anywho, about that, hopefully Mrs. Jester's is still out of the room. 
Can I see her beating both of them? Uh, I had I legitimately okay. All jokes aside, I had Sasha winning and Bailey losing. Well, I think so Bailey's got way more to lose than uh, Sasha. First, Sasha is on a championship run that is basically made of fraud, and Bailey is on a three hundred and sixty some day run from SmackDown. So if you're going to take the title off of one of them, it for sure should be Sasha Banks because there's not a whole lot there. She's a, a faulty champion. But if you take it away from Bailey, you're taking away a lot of work that you've put in. And I'm not saying they shouldn't take it from Bailey. I think they should take it from both of them that night with Oscar beating them both. Not because I dislike them. I actually love their heel thing that they have going on, but it just makes mm-hmm. sense for the story for Oscar to run through both of them since she's been screwed over by both of them. Thank you. And you proved my point. See, that is the rational thing to do. That is what you would do. That is what I would do. We are talking WWE who could mess up a wet dream, honestly. Well, if we're talking about what WWE is going to do, then maybe Charlotte (laughs) Flair will put herself in both of those matches and win both titles. Oh, no, God. You know, and that is, sadly enough, that is a likely scenario somewhere. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord, kill me. Um, and, and the I don't care match, I mean, the Raw tag team, Street Profits versus Andrade and uh, Gar- Garza, what do you got? I got, on, uh, I got uh, Garza and Andrade because I want to see them have the titles. I think they're, they're the best team on Raw, and I think the best team on Raw should have the titles. Mm. I just, I, you know, why have I lost interest in all of the tag teams? Why, why, is, why is there so little interest for me? I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that everybody else? Am I the only one really? Like, just you're not the only one. I'm, I believe that all of the stupid segments that have happened between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders have really soured a lot of people on the tag team division in the WWE. Just, it loses. I, I literally, that, that was my prediction. I didn't search, you know, I've been underlining for me and circling for you, okay? And, and on this one here, I didn't underline anything. I literally wrote, I don't care. I don't. Nobody's maybe nobody's made me want a winner out of this. Well, you know what? I'll tell you how why you should care. The reason why you should care is Good. because Give finally they Please. broke away from the Viking Raiders Street Profits saga that has led to nothing but the destruction of both teams, and they finally put Andrade and Garza. Now I don't know if you paid any attention to Andrade, but Andrade is absolutely incredible. And so is Garza. And Garza is a third-generation superstar. I'm pretty sure Andrade is as well. So, really, when it comes down to it, the the amount of talent that is in that tag team really stands a chance to put the tag team division back on track, I believe. All right. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, because it needs I hope something. I am too. <laughs> I figured you'd be convinced you're right. I hope I am. I'm I'm not convinced I'm right because, like I said, they might put Charlotte Flair in that tag team match and have her win the tag titles. I don't know. 
Uh, hey, if those if those puppies get any bigger, they can be their own tag team. Uh, yeah, but haven't you seen the pictures? They're not looking at each other. Stop! Stop! All right, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville for hair versus hair match. Listen, anybody watching uh, right now on as the pictures go by uh, on Blog Talk Radio, talk about a hair match. Uh, you, you missed that one, Brian. We had. Rafael Gonzalez, the hound dog, who is known in Puerto Rico, England, Florida, all for his hair. I mean, he's 6'1", about 300 pounds, big, big, bushy hair. And uh, we had him facing, he had a tag team partner at the time, uh, and, and they got into this match versus... I forget their names now. They they were in the business, and I don't know what they're doing now. Um, but it was for their career and his hair. So everybody called that it was going to be a uh, a, a DQ match, you know, because they're not going to give up the business. He's not going to give up the hair. And uh, we took his hair, and, and nobody, I was proud of that one. Because there was nobody predicting that. So, in a hair versus hair match now, and you got Rose versus DeVille, who's losing it? Or are they? DeVille. DeVille is losing it. And someone will lose it. Someone will lose their hair. They always do. WWE never uh, teases that without actually coming through on it. But I, I honestly believe that Sonya will lose her hair and because she will be able to rock a, a, a no hair look better than Mandy. You take her hair off, and Mandy is going to have to go off TV for a while. Um, so Deville can wrestle the next, the, you know, the next next event. <laughs> It'll uh, again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I just don't see. I, that's one of those. I call the DQ on that one. Let's throw Charlotte Flair in that match, too. <laughs> well, we're at it. Stop it. Stop. Okay, we're getting silly now. Let's get – all right. Here's the one that I think, uh, to me, when you first read it, to me it's easy. I don't know. It, 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 you tell me. Am I wrong? Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Dominic can use weapons match. Rollins right. wins beating Mysterio with one of the weapons. I mean, is that is it me that it's that easy to call that? Is it, I don't know. You tell me. I, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. It is that easy to call that, I do believe, and I think that that is what we are going to see. And I just hope that they use this as a way to really put Seth Rollins over as a ruthless heel and have him really send Dominic to the hospital. Right. He just beat up dad, took his eye and all that stuff. He should be taking his weapons now and, and beating him down with his own weapons. I mean, this is, this is a chance to take, start taking Rollins in a whole uh, realm of danger. You know, I would much rather see Ray return with an eye patch and beat Seth than see Dominic beat Seth at SummerSlam. 
Yeah, no, Dominic's not going to beat. Seth at, at SummerSlam. I, that's I definitely sure no. I, hope not. I, I no. They they're going to do this. They're going to Strowman Rollins. They're going to turn him into this whole nasty monster that can take eyes, break arms, this, that, the other. And, and you know what? By 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 April, he'll be re- ready to come out to the ring with My Little Pony. <laughs> I'm feeling surly tonight about the WWE, if you can't tell. I can tell. Let, let's get off them for uh, for a minute. Let's get off them for a minute. Let's go over to AEW for a minute. Why don't we? While we're waiting, we're waiting, everybody. Uh, Chocolate, the chocolate stud himself, Garrison S. Spears, will be joining us. Uh, he's due to call in anytime between uh, 725, 730. I told him to give us a call. Uh, so we're waiting on him. While we're waiting on him, I got a couple more questions for you, Brian. One of them is uh, bouncing over to AEW. You know, what moves can they actually make? Uh, everybody talks about the competition between them and WWE. Well, when you take a look at it, what can they do to actually compete, though? Uh, you know, uh, it, not just the competition with NXT, but the overall competition with WWE what can they do well I would first start out by saying that in somewhat of a retrospect they are in competition with the WWE they are the closest to being in competition with the WWE now if they're going to make moves to be the, the main competition and to actually you know maybe win against the WWE the first step they got to take is they got to take their storylines more seriously for example, this week we seen Kenny Omega and Adam Page against the Jurassic Express. So now Jurassic Express, of course, are faces, and Kenny Omega and Adam Page are faces. But Kenny Omega wrestled that match like an independent wrestler who just happened to be wrestling a hometown boy, so he had to play heel that night. And that's how he played the entire match, doing all types of heel things to Marco Stunt who was on the outside of the ring and it just didn't make sense. Like, why are you not writing this better? Why are they calling this on the fly and just deciding this match? They're going to play heel. You don't do that on TV. You do that when there's 150 people eating hot dogs in a gymnasium somewhere. That's when you can play whatever you need to play that night. But if you're on TV every single week, you need to focus. Another thing that has all to do with Kenny Omega is someone needs to sit Kenny Omega down and say, Hey, I know you were Hulk Hogan over in Japan here in the United States. You are not now. You've got to remake (laughs) yourself. You know, that's, that's what someone needs to put into Kenny Omega's head because he is under the mindset that he's already made it. He's walking around like he's already stone cold, Steve Austin, which, and I'm not saying that he couldn't be, He easily could be one of the biggest wrestlers on the planet, but he is choosing to feel like he already made it when now it's time, now it's time to really step it up and make it to the United States to signify your legacy. You didn't choose to go to the WWE. That means you have to work harder to signify your legacy. If you want to concrete all this stuff in, now's your time. And, and he's just not doing it. 
told you, everybody, he's going to tell us how it is and how he feels about the WWE, AEW, and more. You know, as we get ready, we'll be bringing chocolate here in a minute. One last question uh, for you about AJ Styles and the Intercontinental Champ as the Intercontinental Champ. Is that a good thing? AJ Styles with the Intercontinental Championship, is that a good thing? Yeah. Well, I would say that AJ Styles holding any championship for your company is always a good thing because he is the greatest wrestler in the world. So him having a title, regardless of what it is, yes, it's a good thing. Now, also, you got to look at the fact that AJ Styles is um, pretty amazing that he's not that he's not in the world title scene. But you can't put him in the world title scene right now because you got Braun Strowman and the Fiend, and you don't want to feed your AJ Styles to either one of them, and you can't really put the belt on him in that type of scenario. So you got to keep him away from the world title. The best place to be. Now he gets to be the Intercontinental Champion, and I'm okay with that because uh, of the I, lineage of that title, yeah. AJ Styles fits right in with all the great people who've ever held that title before. Couldn't couldn't disagree with you more. Not for a guy that's sniffing around over at Impact with his buddies over there now. I don't put a I don't put a belt on anybody that is in my company, but now he's talking to another company about a contract because his buddies are over there. I don't. I don't put a title I mean, on anybody like no that. No one's confirmed that. No. You're no one has confirmed that. Yes, AJ Styles is looking for a spot in, in Impact. Why the hell would he? That doesn't even make sense of why he would even want to go back to Impact for any. I'm any putting reason. a belt on him. I'm not putting a belt on him. You're out of your gourd. Well, sir, you've earned timeout. Right you you have One earned a timeout. No, you've earned a timeout. Sorry. I. I you know what? No. You're out of your gourd. You're out of, you should be put in the corner. Matter of fact, here I'm putting you in the radio corner. There you go, folks. Let's put him on mute for a minute. Let's get let's get some star in here. Let's get somebody who knows what he's talking about with wrestling. You know, Brian, you just completely lost me. Just completely lost me on that one. You know, I, I let's get him in here, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure. It's my honor. We're gonna bring him on in here. He's you know he's been. All over wrestling. If you don't know him, we're gonna we're gonna get you to know him right here and now. The one, the only chocolate star Garrison S. Spears. How are you tonight, my man? I am doing great. Thank you for asking. Can you hear me well? Yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Thanks. How's it going tonight, man? Awesome. Not too bad. How are you doing tonight? Better than most, not as good as some. Uh, I was doing great until I was doing fine until he made that idiotic statement. You put a belt on Styles as Intercontinental Champ because you can't make him a world. He shouldn't have any belt. But that all right. Let's. I'm not. I didn't bring you here to talk about AJ Styles. I want the fans to know who don't know you that are listening in a little bit more about you. So you know, let's kick this right off. You know, first off, let's talk about how long have you been wrestling, Gary? I have been a professional wrestler for, I want to say we're going on, we're looking at like two years shy of tenure of a decade. Okay. All right. And who were you trained by? I was trained by the one and only 
off of the Wild Samoan, one half of the Wild Samoan tag team. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, listen, uh, uh, when you're talking about the Wild Samoans, okay, you're talking about a school that trains them well, been there, done that, got the lineage, got the history, uh, great place to learn. So, uh, again, it comes through in your wrestling and how you conduct yourself in the business. Uh, no wonder you have that. You just have that professional way about you and everything you do. And no wonder you're finding the success that you do. Uh, you know, we, we, we've talked Thank about you. your visits to WWE. We've talked about your visits to NXT and FXE. And as a matter of fact, you, you repped uh, WWE NXT uh, for the West Virginia show for FXE. And at the end of that West Virginia show. Oh, the end uh, of that West You know what? Yeah. A lot of people didn't catch it. I don't know if they, uh, if the cameras or anyone who was reporting on the event saw what happened to me after the event was over and the match was done and ice dragon, unfortunately cheated or whatever he did to be, to keep his championship or to become the cruiserweight champion. I don't even know. I don't even care on my rate right now because just the memory of what happened afterwards, that man first off is not a cruiserweight Lance on brutalized me <laughs> after the match. He brutalized me for no reason. It was, it's not my fault that he didn't come out with the champion either. I didn't come out with the championship. So I don't know why he's going to take that out on me. And I don't like that. And for, as for Ice Dragon, as far as Ice Dragon is concerned, his days mm. as the champion over there, the Cruiserweight champion of FXE, are numbered. Yeah. Well, you know, first off, you got to remember, it was. You know, folks, uh, we posted the pictures on Florida Extreme Entertainment Facebook page uh, last week, this, this past week. And I have news for you, uh, Chocolate. We have obtained the video of the end of that, and we'll be releasing that video this week for everybody to see exactly. No, they, I mean I don't, I don't, I don't need, I I don't need the world to see this. I don't, I don't, I don't. I would, in fact, if you want to go ahead and you want to burn that footage, that's fine with me because you know what, I I should have never lost. I didn't lose. I wasn't pinned. So I, uh, therefore, I really didn't actually lose. And you know what? It was, it was great to be there in West Virginia, but it was also at the same time, really bad to be there because I, you know, I'm just, I'm bad. I'm getting really upset right now. I'm upset. Well, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Because it's a, it's a bad news, good news scenario. I ha- I had to give one before I give the other, you know, we're going to really, I'm sorry. We're going to release the video because we have to expose two cowards because that's what it is. When, when the match okay, is over, yeah, I, when you when put the match like is that, over yeah, like and you're that, beating on somebody, that was, that's yeah, yeah. No, they're cowardly. That's, that's for very it. cowardly. Very cowardly. And, and, and so yeah, maybe, I want the maybe, people to get. Maybe the, I did say something about. Maybe I said some stuff about their family or whatever because I don't care, and I don't. But that that's probably. I hope that's not on video. I don't think that is on video. I don't. I don't think that anybody got that. I hope nobody got it, it, that. Maybe there's jealousy there. You know, since you're familiar with, with, with family members, maybe there was jealousy by Lance. I don't know. Uh, and as far as Ice Dragon's concerned, I know you've been, you, you called for him one-on-one, and, and that's the good news of this, Chocolate. 
I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell the FXE fans, I am granting your wish. November 14th, Leesburg, Florida, at the show Resurgence, you versus the Ice Dragon, one-on-one for the FXE Cruiserweight title. I've granted your demand, your wish, whatever you want to call it. That's justice, and I appreciate it. And you know what? Resurgence, November 14th, Ice Dragon. If I can, if I can, uh, I'm doing the bang, bang motion with my hand right now. If I can do that, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the crowd, I'm going to squash you straight up. This is going to be, it's going to be a great match because I, I understood what you said. You've had an opportunity at the belt, but it's never been one-on-one. It's always been a a three- or a four-way match and all that. So I I heard it, and I'm trying to be fair. Now it's up to you. It's in your hands what goes on from there. So um, I am going to go ahead, Chocolate, if you don't mind. Uh, We take one question. Even though he doesn't know what he's talking about with AJ, will you take one question from uh, Brian? Yeah, sure. Shoot. All right, Brian, also, you're out of timeout. <clears throat> yeah, you're out of timeout. All right, so I was in timeout for saying that the greatest wrestler in the world should have a title. Just, just making sure I was clear on that. Yes. Okay. The you're, greatest I, wrestler. I'll tell you in what. Right now, I'll give that to you, and we'll talk about that later on or next week. Go ahead. You have a question for him? Well, I, I do. I do have a question for him. And, and Mr. Garrison Spears, I know that you spent a little bit of time in NXT with some WWE tryouts and such, and I would like to hear about that, your takeaways and, and what happened, what, what went on, and are you still in contact? I would say uh, I am, I can't really say too much because I do have some things that I'm working on right now. I'm also winking, if you can see. Although it's the, this is the audio medium, so like you can't see me wink right now. But I have some things that I'm working on. But like if I could take away anything, I would say that uh, they are a great uh, company to work for, and also they've got great people working for them. So it's a pretty decent environment to be around when you get there. I'll say that. All right. Nice. So, so let me ask you this: Would you agree that AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers in the oh world right now? Oh my god. Um, I would say that AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. But when you talk about the greatest wrestlers, you also have to take into account of all time. And so time isn't done yet. So at the end of it, you never know. The greatest wrestler of all time could be lit. Oh, Chocolate. God. Oh. You know, I got to get rid of both. Set me up for that, baby. I knocked that one right out of the park. Come on now. You sure oh, did. You sure God. did. Oh, Lord. All right, Chocolate. Thanks, man, for joining in, and uh, good luck. November 14th, everybody. See him November 14th. after that belt. Ice Resurgence. Dragon. I'm coming for that ass. There you go. Chocolate, thanks so much, man. Have a great night. Hey, you all too. Hey, God bless. Be safe. Brian, I can't wait yeah. for that matchup. It has been, it's been something that, you know, uh, it, it keeps he keeps coming close to getting that belt, uh, but he's always in a match where it's more than just him and the dragon, and something always happens. Something always keeps him 
So he he, he asked for the one-on-one. Got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. Well, I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna go try and check that show out. Uh, hopefully, uh, we are, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I might as well go ahead and pull that one out of the bag too. We are in negotiations right now. Don't be shy, Brian. We are in negotiations to bring Brian as one of the commentators at every FXE event. He's not easy to negotiate with, and I tell you, your price just came down with that AJ Styles bit. <laughs> My price has never come down. Oh Lord, folks, you don't even want to know. I didn't. I, listen, I, I haven't seen that many zeros. Golly. Uh well, you know what? We'll tune in next week. We'll find out what's going on with that and so much more. Brian, any last words for you before I, uh, I let you go? Um, no, I would like to tell everyone, though, if you are out there on social media looking around, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatever, look for House of Kayfabe. That is my home, just like FXE Live is my home. And uh, you yeah, can yeah. check out all types of stuff at House of Kayfabe on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Nice, nice. Looking forward to it. So much that comes out of that. You you put so much work into wrestling, and and you it is just a passion of yours, ladies and gentlemen. Anything that Brian Reznor puts out there, make sure you pay attention to. He knows other than AJ Styles, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I can't that, believe you're against AJ Styles. Like, why are you so against? Okay, him? hold on. Uh, now listen. All right, and, and another thing, uh, where where do you sit on this cubby hole thing? Are, are, are you on the cubby hole side or, or the jester side of that one? My loyalty is through paychecks, and right now my paychecks are signed by jester. That is, uh, all right, all right, and right now the Royal Ramble runs through the jester. Make right. no mistake about that. And uh, we're, we're blessed to have you on. Brian, thank you so much. Another great show and looking forward to next week, my man. For sure. For sure. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brian Reznor. How's it came And just like you said, you can find them on Facebook. Find them at FXE. We've got some things we're going to announce next week. We are ready. You know, we've talked about resurgence november 14th leesburg florida then we've also in some circles everybody's been talking about what's up with the return to west virginia now we're going to get into a bunch of things next week but west virginia fans get ready we're coming december 12th beckley west virginia We are coming back for two shows. That's right. The matinee and a night show. It is the FXE Christmas Spectacular. Oh, we've got some treats going on there. We've got the nice show during the matinee. We've got the naughty show at night. We'll be talking about that. Much more SummerSlam results and everything else. Who's our guest next week? Stay tuned during the week for that. Everybody, 
from all of us here at FXE Live for Brian Reznor, the gang. We want to thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. I'm Jester. I am out of here. You have a good one, everybody. I sure will. Hi, this is Bob Tewksbury, former Major League pitcher and author of 90% Mental, and you've been listening to Jester Fantasy. Or Fantasy Jester. Shit. <laughs> uh, yes. You could, you, could, you could use that. You could. Can I? I might. Yeah. It's all right with you. No, I think it'd be funny.